Welcome to Kicking Ass and Taking Brains, an iZombie podcast. I'm Dan, and today we're doing things a little differently as I review iZombie Episode 8, entitled Dead Air, all on my lonesome. Um, so, <laughs> yes, things are a little bit weirder today. Just me, because Jesse is in finals mode. He's in college. He's about to graduate. Um, so, yay for him, but uh, sad for us. So I decided to just do an episode by myself, which, you know, not the best ever, but, you know, flying solo, figured I'd do a little mini-review of the episode, you know, instead of not having any content this week, so this is probably going to be a shorter one, just me saying what I think about this here, dead air. And your regularly scheduled banter will be back next week, I hope. Uh, you know, he's still going to be finishing up graduation and everything, so we'll see, but I'm definitely hoping for next week to work out in the usual fashion. Alright, so I'm going to talk about dead air here, and hopefully there will be no dead air on this podcast. This is my favorite episode in quite a while. It was really, really fun. You know, we got some big uh, story development, and just also the story of the week I thought was really enjoyable, and uh, just things really moving into a more serialized place near the end of this episode and uh really getting excited for next week because hey like the preview was just completely about picking up on the cliffhangers nothing about you know a new story of the week and you know we'll see if next week maybe also has a you know new brain a new mystery or whatever but i'm really hoping and excited about the idea of i guess completely picking up on things from this week so that should be cool yeah basically my only real negatives for this week uh, are just kind of things lingering from past episodes, um, which I'll get into in more detail. But basically, yeah, so it's just there are a few things that from the past that sort of came back to haunt a little bit, but this episode did a good job of sort of getting them out of the way and we can move forward from now on. All right, so talking about Liv and her uh, new relationshipy, uh, mean uh, psychologist mind that she ate this week, I really enjoyed this character. I know last week Jesse and I talked about how uh, the brains that she has been getting have been sort of gimmicks of the week in a way that we weren't super happy with. I do. I think that this week having this, you know, relationship advice podcast, radio show lady, actually works really well. It felt more like a full person because there was, you know, she wasn't just dispensing, you know, psychology knowledge or relationship advice knowledge. Uh, you know, I, A, I liked that it was a mix of specifically relationship stuff with, like, her advising Ravi and dealing with Lowell, but also just a general, like, psychological analysis of people, which I thought was cool. But also the fact that she was sort of meaner because of this character and that she was pushier and that she was freaking out more because of this person. So it did make it feel like she was becoming this person more. And it had more actual implications. I really liked how it led to conflict with her and Ravi, which is kind of the first real conflict we've gotten with her and Ravi, which I think is great. And the first time that the brands have really sort of negatively impacted her to that level, I would say. I mean, we've had like sort of negative impacts with like her being sort of more sociopathy in the earlier episodes. But this is really probably the most of, most has affected her in a negative way. And I really liked the Ravi plot in this episode. 
Um, the fact that they have the real conflict and the whole idea of him and Peyton, I think, is really fun and not really a pairing that I had thought of, but I, I like it. I like the idea. We haven't seen much of it yet. You know, I guess this sort of like glance there. But um, the idea of it seems cool. I love Robbie so much and I love Peyton. So two people I love potentially getting together sounds exciting for me. And we did get some more sort of fleshing out for Peyton here, which I appreciated. It's interesting because a lot of it was sort of hearsay from, you know, brain-fused live, so we don't really know how much is true. Because I mean, it, it is sort of giving Peyton this idea of she's kind of not the nicest to guys because they all come at her or whatever. But, you know, she treated Robbie pretty well, and she was uh, conscious of Liv's feelings about, like, will this be weird dating your boss? So I, I liked everything with Peyton this week. Um, obviously seeing her be sort of a badass at the um, jail scene at the beginning was really great too. And I loved Ravi, you know, when he had that argument with Liv sort of standing up for himself, like, saying, you know, you're wrong, my parents cared about me, and I don't like how you're acting on this brain, and, you know, I'm a grown man, I know when I'm having a moment. I thought that was all really great stuff for him. And he's just been a phenomenal character so far, so I'm really excited to see more of him. But the uh, I guess the big thing that I should be talking about here is the bite. Uh, you know, getting bitten by that rat was very shocking for a show that, like, very much till now was like, this is the status quo. They're going to solve things, and, you know, nothing is going to really change. And for a long time, I was just like, like, if a moment was like this was coming, I would think it would be, like, season three. Like, keeping Ravi as just, like, the bumbling sidekick guy who's kind of fun seems like the way to go, but they went with this big change, which I was really excited about, and I don't really know where it will go. Uh, it's interesting, because for me, I felt a little conflicted here when this bite happened, because it's funny, because I did feel like, oh no, Ravi, oh, I don't want you to become a zombie, oh, that's so sad, but at the same time, it is slightly undercut, and so this is one of the things I'm saying is coming from previous episodes that kind of hurt it a little bit, which is that you know, it seems pretty easy for Liv to be a zombie. So, you know, Ravi has the same access to brains that Liv does, so it shouldn't be that hard for him to live life as a zombie, right? Like, yes, it could uh, get in the way of this new relationship with Peyton, but it is it is interesting because it doesn't seem like... I did like that in this episode they had, at the beginning, Liv sort of talk about the things you can't enjoy. They had her mention the food and all those things, and the kids, which I thought was an interesting one that they haven't really talked about in a while, is, you know, the fact that you can't have kids. But, you know, I, I feel like Rafi would be pretty okay as a zombie. I think he could deal with it. it. It did, I think part of what made me do think it was more exciting, though, was I, I don't think that they would have this big thing happen and then have it not be a, a, a big deal. So, A, I'm really excited to see the evolution for him, you know, because we haven't really seen someone that we cared about be bitten and see exactly how that process takes place. Um, so I'm really excited to see how he deals with it, especially as a scientist. And it's also is interesting because it's by the rat. So will it be slightly different because he was bitten by the rat? Maybe he'll be more like feral or something. I don't know. Uh, I, I, I guess the reason it does make me scared in a, in a good way is that like, if they make him do a zombie, maybe they're doing it so that he'll go a little crazy, and that would be really sad and tragic, and I'd be so sad because I love Ravi, but it would be really kind of exciting at the same time. So we'll see if this whole thing is different because of the rat, but generally just that promo for next week where he's, like, tracking his progress is just really exciting, and I don't know what they'll do if they'll find a cure for him, but it will only work for the rat one or something, but it's definitely exciting to see where that goes. 
All right, moving on to the major plotline. So, uh, p- poor Major, uh, don't break into cars, kids, because uh, if you break into cars, some bad things are going to happen to you. <laughs> he uh, was beaten, lost his girlfriend, lost his job, and is now, like, a lone vigilante crazy dude, and it's pretty amazing, and I'm so on board with this. I was so not on board with Major at the beginning of the show, and now I'm like, this is awesome, Major's super cool. Uh, which I guess shows you something about me, but um, I the, losing his job especially hit me because I was like, he's a social worker. This is a pretty intense reason to lose your job. Is he ever going to be able to find another job in that field? I don't know. Uh, I don't know if he's headed for a bad end or if he's going to have to switch careers or something. But yeah, that's pretty intense. And uh, I also, I mean, I love the moment where Liv lied to him to sort of try to protect him. And then, you know, it seemed like maybe he was listening to her, and then he had that look as she left, and he's like, yeah, I'm going to keep looking at these brains. And it was just really awesome. Totally on board with that. Uh, really enjoyed it. And, um, you know, buying the gun at the end was super intense, too. I, I, you know, I, they, they're having sort of this, giving him like a hunter of zombies quality, and it's going to be really interesting when he first finds out about Liv and he feels betrayed and all that stuff and I can't wait to see where this goes I will say there are again some issues here that are sort of (laughs) an issue because of previous episodes again which is just that as awesome as Major is it does feel weird that Liv doesn't jump into action as soon as she finds out a well, if, but she didn't jump into action two episodes ago when she found out that Blaine was involved with the Candyman. But then she still doesn't jump into action this episode when she finds out oh, the human brains are involved, and you know that there's clearly some bad zombie stuff going on here. And I'm not saying she has to go like go attack Blaine or anything like that. It, but wouldn't you think you'd start to investigate and say, I have to pay attention to what my brothers are doing here in the zombie community? Like, I think that they really kickstarted it in a good way at the end of this episode. But I think that finding out about the human brain and Major's involvement and all that stuff should have been enough. And I think that the fact that the show has such procedural elements did kind of get in the way because it's like she had to be focused on this week's investigation. But this week's investigation of the murder of one person doesn't seem as quite as uh, big a deal as zombies going around eating people's brains. So it did feel a little bit weird to me there, but that was really my only issue with it. And as I say, as we get into the Blaine part of this episode, they really you know kicked it in the high gear by the end of the episode, which I definitely appreciate. Uh, Liv's vision of Jerome was really freaky and super effective and really throwing her headlong into this main storyline, and I'm super excited about that. I thought it was a really great way to end the episode, especially in connection with uh, Lowell getting the brains from Blaine. So a few things here. One, just as far as logic goes, it does feel a little bit silly that uh, someone else hasn't eaten Jerome's brains by now has it been like weeks or something since they killed Jerome it feels like and in fact I'm pretty sure that there was even a quip where he was telling uh that uh sort of cougar lady you know oh I have some uh, teenage brains here for you so I mean I, I I know you could logically away of like oh he kept some of it on ice or whatever and you know they they dole a little bit out to each person or something but it did just feel I mean it's it is a logic leap but it's not one that I care about that much but it is a logic leap as far as Lowell goes, and sort of getting the brains from Blaine, 
I'm interested. I, th- I definitely think it's it's a cool turn and an interesting decision, and can totally lead to some interesting conflict with Liv and Lowell. I do hope that he's not completely a full-on plant. Like, I hope Blaine didn't just completely put him to there to walk Liv or something. Because, I mean, we were talking for episodes since he was introduced. Oh, is he going to be a, be a bad guy? I don't want him to have always been a bad guy. If he slowly gets a little bit darker and he has little secrets like, oh, this is where I get my brains from and I didn't want you to judge me, I'm on board with that. I think that's really cool. But I don't want him to have always been super evil because it, it feels a little bit too easy. And I like this character, and I don't want him to be completely turned into, like, an evil dude. I like Lowell as he is, and if you give him a little bit darker edge, I'm cool with that. But I don't want him to be, like, completely, like, Blaine's number two or something. And I am nervous because they did have Blaine say that Liv had a part to play. And so I I don't know if he is a plant or if Lowell's a plant or something. But plants versus zombies. Um... <laughs> So we also did get that really nice scene with Blaine and the captain and uh, sort of how he has the captain by the balls in a, in a way. Uh, and, uh, you know, basically the captain's like, I don't want to be doing this. And he's like, you have no choice. And uh, I also really did enjoy So there were a couple nice things they pointed out in this episode as far as the greater mythology goes. I liked that they had um, the captain actually uh, definitively be thinking that Liv is a zombie, which is great. See, I told you, Jesse, he knew. Man. Um, and uh, I also like they pointed out that when the, when they first brought up the rat thing, that uh, zombies don't like zombie brains, which is, you know, another in- a crucial piece of information here. Also, I guess the, I'm super glad that they really brought the rats back directly. You know, I was you know, worried that it, maybe they'd leave it hanging for a little while, but, you know, they brought it back in full force this week, and uh, that whole scene with the rat was great. And just generally, I mean, I love the performances on this show. Rose McIver did great, had really nice comedy as this romantic expert, and Ravi was great as well. You know, they're, they're both really, everybody on the show is really good at mixing comedy and drama in a way that really works, and it makes them super likable. The only person that lately I've been feeling needs a little bit more is Clive, and not that I don't like him. I think he is doing a good job, and he's funny, but he's just, he's so in the dark about everything, and he's not even beginning to really question anything, uh, that I feel like I want to... He doesn't have to, like, find out, but he, I feel like he should be a little bit more suspicious, or a little bit... Just give him a little bit more fleshing out, more backstory would be helpful. Um, we got that little thing about his difficult days in the... In the uh, I forget what the vision it was, but, you know, you know, the episode the Kung Fu where he had a darker past, but I do want a little bit more about him as a human, who he is right now. Like, I did like that Liv was sort of asking him about his relationship status and stuff like that, because we don't really know about his home life. Or he just is the guy who solves crimes, and I do want more than that. But I'm really glad of the development from Major and Ravi and Peyton and Liv and Lowell and Blaine. And it's just going really well right now. And I'm super excited for next week. In a way, I haven't been excited in a while because it's finally getting onto the stuff I've really been been waiting for. So um, thank you for listening. Uh, please check us out on Twitter at iZombiePod. And send us emails at kickingassandtakingbrains at gmail.com. Check out our blog, kickingassandtakingbrains.com. Uh, and Daddy also has a contact us thing if you just want to get us there without having to type in the long email address. And please find us on iTunes. Rate us, review us, subscribe to us. It'd be a super big help, and we'd be totally thankful. I know this one's very short compared to usual, but as I said, I'm I'm on my own. I don't think you want to hear me blab for 
40 minutes or something by myself. So I figured I'd just give you my review. I really liked it. I'd probably give it like an A minus. I thought really one of the better episodes and just a few little quibbles here and there, but super excited for next week and hoping it's an A in my book. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week, guys. I got it. 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 I got it.